But I just want to give a drop of an introduction on Maseches Moed Katan, what it's about. Basically, Moed Katan means minor holiday, but it's not referring to like small holidays that are, you know, like like two Bishvat coming up or something like that. But what it means is 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 really the the it's really about Chol Hamoed prior primarily. Um, where it's the intermediate days of the holiday. And um, as we'll see, these intermediate days are not just straight up, um, you know, a weekday that you can do whatever you want. There's a number of activities that one needs to refrain from. It's not like an, oh, you can do whatever you want. Yes, it's true. We do get in the car, we do drive, we do cook. Those are things cooking we even do on regular Yom Tov, but on Cholomoyed, there are things that we are allowed to do for sure, but there are certain things that you're also not allowed to do. You want to still be connected to the holiday. The idea is to enjoy the holiday as best you can, but the rabbis understood that we need to make a balance, and that's really what's going on over here, is trying to strike a proper balance, that you shouldn't be too distracted by your work, but you shouldn't be too distracted by not working because of the worry that there's things that need to be taken care of. So that's really the beauty of the balance that they're trying to find, and that's what we'll see. And as we'll see throughout the Masechta, these laws actually are very similar, and that's why they connect to the laws of mourning, because when one is in mourning, he's also prohibited from certain types of work, and that's why it ties into that topic. So that's what we're going to get into, and we're going to get right to it. So simply put, the first question is, what about watering your field? Okay, so watering your field is a something that is, um, you know, well, if you don't put the, you know, if you don't water a field, it, you know, things will dry up. Things need watering. So, during cholamoid. So that's the focus. So, um, not all fields are created equal. There's some fields that if you don't water them, it really is harmful, and some fields that it can manage. You know, it's just it just will be better if you water it, but it it's still it's on a low the the water level is pretty high where it is. It's in a valley or something like that, so it doesn't need as much um, watering. So let's get to the the Mishnah. So first halacha is mashkin beisashilchim. These fields that are called beisashilchim, which are fields that really need irrigation in order to survive. Okay, it's pretty dry. So if I don't water it, um, it can harm the, the plants. So, you're allowed to do that on Cholomoid. And in addition, you're allowed to do it on Shaviyas. Even on the Shemitah year, this year is a Shemitah year, happens to be. You're also, even though normally you're not really allowed to work the land, but watering a field that is um, an irrigated field that needs irrigation you would be allowed to do so. We'll get to why. Really, should, there's no reason why that should be allowed. That's a question for the end of today's daf. Now, there's two types of springs. There's a spring that's not yet been established. Pretty much, you just dug it, and now it's, you know, um, it, you know, it spurts off from the ground. And if you just have that, so then it really didn't establish its path. And therefore, as it's finding its path, um, the, 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 the uh, ditch that gets created, the walls of the ditch can fall in and cave in on itself, and it could lead to a lot more work for those types of 
uh, you know, for those types of springs. And that's also true. It's even more obvious that if it's not the first time, this is not this spring's first rodeo, then it'll really find its path. So then it's also for sure going to be allowed. We'll see why we need to talk about both in the Gemara. What about a well? Are you allowed to dig a well? We didn't talk. One step at a time. You want to understand everything on the first Mishnah? I'm just asking because it... I mean, it Here we didn't about talk about a spring. So far we're talking about a spring, a using spring, the spring. Nature provides that. Okay, so we're not doing it. Okay? But we talk about we're allowed to do certain things to maintain. We're it. doing something. We are. Okay. We're opening but it up. We're opening this thing up. Brand new. I mean, I'm going to dig me a well so I can get water. Okay. I'm allowed to go to that far. That's so not for irrigation or is it for yourself? That's a, uh, a good question for both of them. Okay. Let's get to one step at a time. Right now, we're talking about an existing okay. spring. And we're talking two springs that we're I talking about. A spring that we've never, was never established yet, and a spring that was established. And we're saying in both of them, you're allowed to use those springs to water this type of field only, okay. an irrigation, in a field that requires irrigation for its sustenance. Okay? Very limited. Now, not only are we not allowed to do, uh, and look how limited this is. Lomi make shamim, velomi me hakilon. You're not allowed to use rainwater, okay, the gathered from the rain, to water your field. Nor are you allowed to use water from, uh, from, you know, from ditches, meaning well water, because both of those require a lot more work. Okay? Um, a spring, it's pushing out the water on its own. So all you need to do is hook it up, and then it does it on its own. Um, these types, you're going to have to, I mean, you're going to fill up with a well with buckets. That's a lot more work. You know, I'll be busy that, that much. So again, we're trying to strike a balance where if it's not too big of a, uh, of a what we call in Hebrew, a tircha, and it's a, a very strong need, that's when we're going to let you do it. But if, you're, but if it's going to get too big, too big of a bother, then not, Okay. Similar, yeah. What's the my, my concern is with allowing this on during the Shemitah year? Like, we'll get to the Shemitah year, it's a big problem, yeah, really. So according to the regular rule, none of this should be a right, right? None of this should be allowed according to our regular system. That we'll get there. That's the end of today's stuff, okay? That's the end of what today's stuff. We'll get we'll get to this topic. Not right. Patience. 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 Okay. You mean other people too have no patience? You're not the only one. You're rubbing off on others. Okay. Contagious. <laughs> Contagious. Next thing. Vein osin ugios lakfanim. Okay. What this is is uh, you know when you're growing when growing your great your your vineyard. So one of the things that when you grow a vineyard, um, what they used to do to make sure that the roots when you want to establish the roots well. So you need uh, plenty of water around it. So they used to do is make a circle, a ditch, a little circle ditch around the around the vineyard, and then you water into it, and then it's you know like the water sits there. Because you don't want water all over the place. You don't have enough water, so you make it just be sure that, that the yeah it stays right water. there where the where the where the vineyard needs it. Okay, okay. so that's called ugios lekvanim. You don't start building those ditches, the mini ditches on cholamoid. You also can't make your water channel 
the ditch. That's just a regular ditch. Irrigation, for, ditch. irrigation ditch. You cannot make your irrigation ditch from the outset on Cholomoid. Or on Shmitiyir. You can on Shmitiyir. You can make your the irrigation ditch. You can make a, not just fixing an existing ditch, an existing ditch, but even building a fresh, a brand new ditch. You're allowed to do on Shmitiyir. And you can fix up a, a ditch that you know went into disrepair. on any type of situation where the water, when you know, is is, is the, your water system is messed up, you would be allowed to fix that up on um, also the pub in the public area. You can dig it out, clean it out, clean out the gutters to make sure that they're running the waters flowing properly. You can fix the roads. The paths, the roads, the smikvas hamayim, and the water, the places where the water gathers. But also in Kol basically taking care of public needs, public works, is permissible. Okay, that's basically what we're saying. You're allowed to also, you know, sometimes the cemeteries require um, extra, um, you know, they need the demarcation so people know, it's kind of new to avoid these areas. So you're allowed to Put up the has special colored paint that you would know here here lies someone. So those things <coughs> sometimes they they get knocked around. They need to be repaired. So all that is allowed. Yotzin on you can go out claim even for kalayim um, mixed species. Um, you would be going out to uproot the mix the, the the growths that are growing into your you know that are mixing from two species to each other. Like we. Weeds, it's like weeds, but this is specifically for climb, okay? Yeah, but why do you care to do it in a shvit? We'll get to shvies, don't worry. We'll get to shvies, okay? I told you we'll deal with it, okay? Before the year is up. Okay. <laughs> okay, says the Gemara. Um, that was just the Mishnah. Took me 10 minutes, okay? <laughs> says the Gemara. If it's a brand new spring, you're allowed to be watering your field that needs irrigation. And that's really a brand new one where the walls that it creates are, you know, flop down on it. It's going to be more work, potentially. Still, Mashkin, one that's been there, done that. So then there's less of a concern. Why would we need to say it? Just say the first law, and then the second law is superfluous. They don't need to say that a pre-existing spring that's been working in the past, that you could water with such a spring. Of course you could. Okay. So I mean, the answer is, it's necessary. Because if you just say the first, a, a brand new spring, would think, only an irrigated field, what, that when it's a new spring, since it, the need is so great, because it, it really will dry out if you don't irrigate, so therefore, you, even a new spring would be allowed. Uh, but a regular field that doesn't need such watering, like a base of Baal, which is basically, it's in the valley, it's plenty, it, 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 the ground is quite saturated, so it's not less of a need, low, then you wouldn't be allowed to use 
a new spring because there's work involved and the need's not so great. Mishum de Asilin Pulik because the walls will fall. Aval Mayan, but if it's a spring, that's been there, done that. So the low Asilin Pulik, less of a concern that there's going to be more work on, on your part. So Ema, I feel a bit about that. Then even in such a field, I would be allowed to use. The point being is even in the pre existing spring that's went out and created its, its channels that it makes naturally that I'm allowed to, you, you might think I'd be allowed to use that and water even a base Abal. That's why I have to tell you that even that one, it's only allowed for a base Hashilchan, an irrigated field, and we're not even going to let you do it at all for the base Abal. Kamash the lo, that's why it said, uh, in only a field that requires irrigation is it permissible but one that doesn't require it would not be allowed now the words that we're using to describe the field that requires irrigation is base hashilchin, and we want to understand the etymology of that word. So my lishna Where do you see that the word shilchin means thirsty? Okay, where does that read? So the chesed of the pasuk says, You are hungry. You are tired. Uh, your ayef uh, is tired. Yogeya exhausted, and yogeya you are worked up. Okay, you're like all um, out of, you know, tired, okay? So the double expression. And the translation of that is fat Mishalhe means you were you were uh, spent, you were thirsty. Mishalhe means thirsty, Viloi and tired. Okay? So Ayyf means thirsty. Now, Mishalhe and Mishalhe is very similar. Hayes and cheses are very similar sounding, and they're very much connected. So when we call it a Beis HaShilchin, it's related to the Aramaic word of Mishalhe, which is basically, you know, a field that's like, you know, basically where the, where the plants are withering, okay? That's the idea. So where do you see the word Baal meaning satiated, you know, quenched mm-hmm. properly, properly, you know, that doesn't need any irrigation? The Pasuk says, When a, when a, when a young man has relations with the virgin, okay? Olam im sulta. Olam is young man im sulta with the virgin, and mitosav means uh, that there is a, a satisfaction over there, and he he's quenched, and that's basically the idea. Yisyasvon so too yisyasvon gavech benayach. This is our relationship with God will be similar to that passionate, pleasant, you know, a close relationship. That's what it's saying. Bottom line is, it's the, you see again the word. Yiv'al related to satiation or in, when it comes to not being thirsty. Okay. Is the same word Baal the, or Baal? You know, Baal, no, not, yeah. no, 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 not the same. No, it's not the, there. That's the word for master. Here it means the word, this is the, really the word for the act of relations, actually. Ah. Okay. The same letters, aren't they? Mm hmm. Same letters. This is a verb, that's a noun. It's a, and the word base describe both fields. I mean, it's house. Those house, yeah, but a base means a it means a delineated spot. That's what I'm saying. Like a, 
That's what. That's what. That's how we're using it, right? Even for houses. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the. That's the. That's what it means. Okay. Yeah, a field, a particular field of that. That's like this, an irrigated field, requires irrigation, or a non-irrigated field that doesn't require irrigation. Okay. Now, Mantana dipseda in harvachalo. So the question is, who is the Tan of our Mishnah, which is drawing a very clear line of what's permissible on cholamoid? Anything that's going to bring to a loss, that's what's allowed. Anything that's going to lead to an increase in your profits, that's not allowed. Okay? And even if it is in a place where there's a loss at stake, there's a limit. You can't be too bothered by it. If it's going to be an extended activity, where it's going to be, you're going to be busy with it, that's also a problem. So we're seeing that you need both factors. There's a loss at stake. There's an issue where you have a loss that can happen. And there's another idea where there's a tircha involved. There's, low, no, there's little to no bother involved in dealing with it. Then, you should be, then you're allowed to do it. Those so limit in loss and limit in making? No, we're not, talking about, we're not talking about profiting. We're talking about... The, there's a loss that we're concerned about that if I don't do this activity, it will lead to a loss. That's one factor that's required to allow me to do it on Cholomoyd. And the second factor is that required is that it can't be that what I'm about to do is a very intense activity. It should be an easy activity to do. So if this it's, is not economical. No, well, it is economic, oh, but yes. it's only yeah. one factor. It's one factor. It's not, you need a dual factor. It has to be an economic purpose that's not an economic gain, but economic protection of loss. You understand? Right. And the second point is that, it's, uh, that, that in addition to that, it also needs to be something where the activity is not do too much work. If it's too much work, that's also forbidden. Okay? Okay, now, two, two requirements. Now, who is the Tana that sets it up at that parameter? That's the point. So, I'm Rav Huna, Reb It's the opinion of Reb Lezer ben Yaakov, the Tanan, because the Mishnah says, Reb Lezer ben Yaakov, Omer, Moshchin, Hezamayim, Ilan, Ilan. You can pull the water. You know, if you have water in front of one tree, there's like a pool over there. So, what I do is you take a, like a stick and you draw a line, and then the water will, the, the water will find the low point and take the trap, the, the depression in the ground to the next tree. I'm allowed to draw what the water line from tree to tree so that the next tree will also get watered. Okay? As long as I'm not doing this to the entire field, but there's water around one tree, I want the next tree to also get the water, I can make the line. Like so it's the same yeah, but it's like a yeah, but it's like a, that's the line of not too much work. And the other trees needs the water, so that's what you can do. Now, that's a case of gain. The tree will manage with the rain, without the rain. That was a case of harv- over there when you're drawing the water. Uh, he's, he's saying that you can do a gain for the tree. Obviously, it gets better. It's better for the tree if you if it's well watered. But it's not going to die without watering. The water, the roots of a tree go deep enough that it draws the water from lower down. You don't really need to actually water your trees the same. But um, that's... Who told you that when it comes to uh, loss, 
that's the same criteria. So the point being is, is that it doesn't really fit, Reb Lezer ben Yaakov doesn't actually fit exactly with the criteria set up in our Mishnah. So it does, that's not right. Ella, Amra, Papa Papa says, you know what it is? How many Rav Yehudi? It's Rav Yehuda. The Tanya, we learned in the price of Mayan, if you have a brand new spring that was never actually established its place, Mashkin, Mimenu, Afilu, you can even use it to water even a, one, a field that has, that, that does not need irrigation. That's the Shita, the Remer, it's Remer's opinion. So you see, Remer is very lenient on that. Rabbi Yudomer, Ein Mashkin El Shulchin, Shecharva, the only field that you could use is a, is, a, is a field that requires irrigation that's dried out. Now, Rabbi Lezben is Ayomer, Lokach for Lokach, you can't use it for either. Okay, so let's run his eyes. Even stricter than both Rameir and Rabuda. Now, yes, Al Kane, I'm Rabuda. Rabuda says furthermore, Lo Yifna Adam Emes Amayim, Fiyashke Liginaso, a person can turn a water channel that exists and water his garden or Chorvaso or his yard. Now, first of all, we just have to understand, my Chorva, what does it mean? A field that's dried out. If it's destroyed, basically, then what's the point? If it's what it sounds like, there's really no point. It's dead. You know, like everything's dried you know, to a bone, you know, bone dried the whole thing. It's basically, there's no point in watering it. It's not going to help anything. So, it lost its spring that it used to have, and now there's a new spring available. So that's what it means. So that's the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. But again, we're seeing that Rabbi Yehuda is the, is, is the same balance as our Mishnah. Because again, it has to be that there's a loss factor that we're concerned about, not suffering a loss, and, and not good enough that I just would have an opportunity to gain. And it also has to be where it's not a big bother. Okay? Right, but yeah. there, there's always a loss in whatever you do. There's always a lot because you invest energy, time, money, whatever. Not no second a loss. But that's yeah. What are you trying to? There is a limit, but you said it has to be limited. Yeah, well, we're talking. Not everything is is not everything is exactly a loss. Lack of gain. Here's the story. If you have a, a field that's that doesn't need irrigation, so the plants are gonna grow. See, in the regular pace of a normal season. If I water it, I can speed up the process. That's what, that just means that I'm going to have my crops early, which is an opportunity if I have my crops out in the market before my neighbor does, so then I have a corner on the market early. So that's an advantage that will make me more money. But if I'm selling my crops, no matter what, bottom line is I'll be okay. I'm not, right. That's not a loss. It's an opportunity for greater gain. That's what we're talking about, is that according to Rabbi Yudha, that's not acceptable to be busy with on Cholomoyed. You have to have the priority of celebrating the holiday and enjoying the holiday. If you're, not, if you're too busy, you know, all work and no play, well, make Jack a dull boy. You know what I'm saying? So that's so the big... What would you say? That's the point. You don't want to be busy with your work all day. religion of the happy medium? That's, well, in general, that we're striking a very delicate balance when it comes to Cholomoyed. It's an interesting thing. It's a holiday. We understand that you need to do certain activities 
activities that you don't want to basically, that you don't want to suffer a loss, because that also is a distraction. If you're worried about all these things on your head, then how are you going to enjoy? I can't relax and enjoy because uh, my field's going to you know, dry up and I'm not, I'm not enjoying anything knowing that I'm at, that I'm at a it risk of a major loss. in the world. Do you understand the brilliance of it? It's exactly how the rabbis found this delicate balance. Yes. Anyway, now, Amr Rebbelezer ben Azariah, lokach v'lokach. Okay? Fascinating. Rebbelezer ben Azariah is saying none of this is allowed. Lo shna charev meyana. It doesn't matter if the spring was gone. Lo shna lo charev meyana. Mayan shiatza betchila lo. I'm sorry, a brand new spring. We're not going to let you use because... It's work, and I, he's more strict on the work part of it. We, I don't want you to be busy with it. Okay, now am I? But how can you not be busy? I mean, find out that you're losing all you feel. Yeah, it's a, that's the point. We're paskening, like the, like, not like Rebbe Lezben Sayu, who's too strict on the extra work, even when there's greater risk of loss. Okay. okay? Now, Mimai, uh, uh, that's why we pass like Rabbi Yehuda. Mimai, how? Uh, so how do you know? Maybe that's only true by a new spring where there's more work involved potentially. because the walls might fall. But a spring that that's been there. So that's not likely to suffer any any much you know not much of a tirka at all. Maybe you would allow even a regular field. So the Gemara says you you're right that it's a possibility. But he's the closest one to the opinion of our Mishnah that fits. So then, otherwise, who else are we going to put it in? It must be that no matter what spring it is, he only allows it for this type of field that needs the irrigation. One that doesn't need the irrigation, he doesn't allow it. So why did it talk specifically only about this type of spring? To tell you how far a mayor allows. He's even more allowing because our mayor says, You're allowed to use it, even though there's more work at stake. And even if it's a field that doesn't even need the watering, even if it's just going to give me a, a, an opportunity for greater gain, it's also allowed according to our mayor. So our mayor is much more lenient here. Okay. Which brings us to the next topic. Itmar, we have a machlokas amoram. Somebody who is menachesh um, is where he's pulling out the grass, the bed, you know, the weeding, and the mashke is giving, pouring water for plants on Shabbos. So, obviously, that's for sure not allowed. Okay, in case you're wondering, you're not allowed to. Uh, work your your field your your garden on Shabbos. Okay, you're not allowed to pull out the weeds, and you're also not allowed to water. But the question here is, before he does it, you warn him, don't do it, because if you do it, what you're transgressing is which of the av malachos. That's the question. Okay, which av malach is it? So it's a machlokas. Rabbi Amar Rabbi says, mishum chorish. What you did in either of those cases is chorish is you plowed the land. Now, you're actually not pulling a hoe to the earth, but you're pulling up the, the, weeds, the weeds and you're watering. But the answer, but you will see that he says it, but it's the same thing in a sense. We'll get to why. Rabbi Yosef, Amar Mishum Zorea, it's an issue of planting. Now, Amar Rabbah, Kavasi Didi Mistabra, 
in, in all, in my humble opinion, it makes a lot of sense. Like I'm telling you, okay? Why? What is chorish? If you think about chorish, what it does? ara. It makes the earth softer. Well, guess what? When you pull up the weeds, the earth is not as clumpy anymore, so it softens the earth. Okay, and when you water the uh, the dirt, it also softens it. So that makes sense that that's what you're doing. Now, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, I think my my idea makes sense. Why? My purpose of planting a seed is to cause growth. Okay, by pulling up the weeds, that's allowing the growth. By watering, that's enabling the growth. So they're both growth oriented, and therefore it's very much the same as planting. So, so Bai told Rabbi, you know what? You're both right, but you're both wrong, and I'll tell you why. Why do you make it into an exclusive thing? Why is it only plowing according to you and not planting? And according to Rabbi Yosef, why is it only planting and not plowing? It is both. What you're doing has both qualities to it because you're both right and therefore you're both wrong by saying it's exclusively one and not the other. That's the kasha that Abai has on both opinions. Now, maybe you'll say, well, how can it be both? <laughs> if there's two things happening, you can't be chayef for two things. You can only, you got to pick the one, the primary one. It's actually not true. Rav Kana, Rav Kana teaches, Zomer Okay, what if I have a real need for wood and I'm cutting the dead branches off my tree, which does a dual, it's a, it's a two gain, it's a double gain, right? A chayv shtayim, I'm going to be chayv twice. Achaz mishum because it helps the plant grow better. Obviously, if you cut off the dead branches, that helps it grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also harvesting because you're harvesting the wood because you're getting what you want off the tree. So it's a dual. You're getting, even though you're going to be high of two transgressions in the one act because it has both factors. So you see, that's not a problem. So Gemara says, Kasha, you're right. This is a difficulty with both Rabbah and Rav Yosef. Why they only thought of it as being an exclusive type of thing. Okay, now comes along the discussion between Rav Yosef and Rabbah. Somebody who weeds and covers the, you know, uses dirt to cover the, 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 the to cover the plant for climb, Loka will get lashes. Even if you're not improving, even if you're just maintenance, is also prohibited by when it comes to climb mixed species. Now, Bishlam Lididi says, says Rav Yosef, according to me, that what you're doing when you're menachish is planting, because planting by climb is forbidden. You say that when you're pulling up a weed, that's just softening the earth. Now, softening the earth, since when is softening the earth by, by climb prohibited at all? Samalei, so Rabbah told Rav Yosef, um, I'm sorry, this is, yeah, Rabbah told Rav Yosef, Mishum Mekayim, um, uh, Mishum Mekayim, the reason why plowing is a problem, because you're, you're maintenance. 
That's keeping it going. That's also brilliant. You keep going to plant that you want. Yeah, exactly. Now, so Gemara says, what do you mean? The Tanakama doesn't hold that the maintenance of Kalayim is an issue. He only holds planting or growing Kalayim is the issue. Okay? Um, so the Gemara says, actually, you're wrong. This is Rabbi's response. Kula it's all Rebbe talking. Umatam Kamar. They basically have to read it this way. It's really only one opinion. It's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. And he's explaining. If you weed, you cover the, the, the roots. You're going to get lashes for maintenance. Because Rabbi Kiva says even maintenance of Kalayim is itself the prohibition. Now, my time to Rebbe where do we get, where does he get off that that's true, that just maintaining, maintaining Kalayim, keeping it, is, what do I do? Why is that an issue? The Tanya, it's based on the Brisa, Sadcha lo Sizra Kalayim. It says, your field, you cannot plant Kalayim, mixed species. How do I know just keeping it there is also prohibited? Tamalomer Kalayim Sadcha lo. You have an idea that we do this sometimes in the Torah. You can te- gr- grab the letter, for, the word from here, and plug it in on the other side. And you could say instead of sadcha lo sizra klaim, take the word klaim, put it to the beginning of the pasuk, and we read klaim sadcha lo. Don't have klaim at all in your field. Don't maintain the klaim in your field. Okay. Point being is that's how Rabbi Kiva learns it. And this could all be Rabbi Kiva's opinion, and it's an issue of Mekayim, and that's why even if it's plowing, it's still problematic. Okay. And that's why, according to Rabbi, it's not a disproof to his opinion. Okay. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Mashkim Besashilchim Bemoid, you're allowed to water the field that requires irrigation on Cholamoid, Uve Shvius, and Shvius. I did promise that we'll get there, okay? Shvius. So Bishlamamoid, Misham Tircha, I understand. That when it comes to Cholomoy, Tircha is the issue. Be, is it a big bother? When it comes to Allah, sure, the rabbis are easygoing. Okay? And they said, I don't want you to suffer a loss, and it's only a minor Tircha. It's not that big of a, a bother. Fine. Okay? But what, what is the deal with Shemitah here? Whether, it, whether this watering is called planting, or if it's called Plowing is Those are not activities. Either of those are not activities that are allowed on Shemitah. So what's the deal? Why are we allowing this? That's the question. So Rabbi Abayi says, We're not talking about Shvius in the times when it was Torah required, or Torah law. We're talking Shvius nowadays after the destruction of the Temple, where it's more, it's only rabbinic in nature. Okay, now where do you know that it's only rabbinic in nature? For Rebbe, it's Rebbe, Rebbe's opinion. Not everybody says that Shvius nowadays is different than Shvius as um, during the time of the base of Mikdash. Where do you see that Rebbe says that? Titania is a price, Rebbe Omer, Vizedvar Hashmita Shamot. This is the matter of Shmita Shamot. Now, double expression here. What is the double expression? As we know, there's two, there's two, fa- two halachos that Shemitah has. Okay? One is Acha Shemitah's Karka. One is the, the leaving the land and not working the land on a Shemitah year. That's number one. And the other one is the cancellation of debt. 
that's the halacha that in a Shemitah year, somebody borrowed money from you, basically he does not have to pay you back. You lent a, whatever amount of money, it's a free pass that if he, he doesn't have to pay, okay? What? Except for the pros, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's, a, that's a special exception, but, uh, but the point being is, is that that's what Shemitah's Ksafim is. Now, Bizman Shatamisham, why does it say them both together? What's the limud? What's the teaching? Bizman Shatamisham, Karka, Tamisham, Ksafim. When we have Shemitah's Karka, that's when there's also Shemitah's Ksafim. If we don't have Shemitah's Karka anymore, then we don't have the money one. They're hand in hand. Now, what does that show you? That Rebbe holds that they're not, it's not forever. Shemitah's karka is not always. Meaning, during the time, once we've been exiled, when we don't have a base on Mikdash, so then the Shemitah's karka is not applicable. Okay? Um, and that is the story. I think I would, it makes sense to stop here. Okay. We'll see another answer. But this is one of the answers. Okay. Uh,